I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, it's once again time to not only take a stroll down memory lane, but... Rather than a simple stroll down memory lane, we are taking that walk down memory lane. But first, we are going back in time to my early childhood. When I was just getting into video games big time. And particularly, this episode is my very first soccer game on the N64. Ladies and gentlemen, that would be FIFA World Cup 98. Now, keep in mind, I didn't have my own first game system until 1999. And it probably was not until the year 2000 where I actually played World Cup 98 on the N64. You know, at the time, I told my dad, okay, I'd like to find a good soccer game on the N64. Because my dad and I were playing video games together all the time. And it was just, it was such a awesome bonding experience that my dad had. Especially on the N64, he liked it too. Even though I always say in stories like he hated video games. I mean, when I got older and older and older, you know, when I was just so much all I, I mean, what I loved to do more than anything was play video games. Although, to say that's all I did, that's just a stupid lie. But when my dad got World Cup 98 on the N64, I mean, that's where we, we just really had an amazing time. The problem is in our case, because, you know, I'm a huge supporter of the French national team because, you know, I am French-American. You know, my dad, after fleeing from Syria at, at a young age, you know, moving to France, you know, my dad adopted ad, ad, adopted French culture. You know, my dad loves France, you know, as much uh, I, I I wish I could say I love France as much as him. But since he's been there longer, he's went through a lot more in France. And, you know, I, I can't, I, I'll never have the love for France that my dad has, especially when it comes to the gastronomy, the culture, the tourism. Man, now I'm really, you know, having a hard time because I want to go to France again so bad. I want to visit France, but... Anyway, you know, World Cup 98, you know, <laughs> really unique. I mean, you know, I would ask my time, you know, was was FIFA, the regular FIFA games, were they out at the time? Because I know that there was several other games. I mean, there was FIFA Road to the World Cup 98, which I, which I would imagine was the game before this one. But I remember there was all these other N64 games. There was, you know, there was actually one you know, with Mia Hamm. I don't remember the name of that game. I'm actually going to look it up right now. Uh, cause I, cause I remember there was, a, there was an N64 game with, with Mia Ham. Uh, yeah, okay. Yep, it's called Mia Ham 64 Soccer. I, ne- I never played it, but, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure it was a good game. It actually came out in 1999. Alright. Cause I know that there was, like, a, a lot of other soccer games, but as far as the regular FIFA games, I wonder if they were already out at the time. But I'm not too sure. But... FIFA World Cup 98, obviously, is basically, it's only international soccer. Because I remember that game, you didn't play domestic soccer. You didn't play, like, the English Premier League, Bundesliga, League A, the MLS. Uh, you know, yeah, it was just international soccer, but it was just the World Cup. So, basically, the scenario and the format of the game was basically the 1998 World Cup. Basically, every, basically the game featured every team that qualified for the World Cup in 98... Although there were actually several others that were, there was actually several other national teams in that game that did not qualify for the World Cup, so I thought that was pretty interesting. 
So when I was playing the game, you know, after I after I told my after I told my dad, you know, it was actually my dad who noticed it, believe it or not, because sometimes we would play against each other, and I, I would tell my dad, all right, fine, if we play against each other, nobody picks France, and he's like, okay, fine, deal. So aside from so aside from that, I, I would play as the United States. He would play as Italy, but th- then I'm like, you know what? If you're gonna play as Italy, I'm gonna make thing I'm gonna make things interesting. I'm gonna play as Germany. I'm like, okay, all right. But but one time, yeah, he played as Italy, and I was play and I, I would play as the U.S. And no, surprisingly, the game ended in a draw. <laughs> I told my, I, I dared my dad to go into overtime and then make this game go into penalty shootout, but uh, fortunately that you know that day didn't happen because you know I wouldn't be surprised if the next day he had to travel. So anyway, so I mean, so many memories from that from that game and you know when I was playing by myself I would I would always play as France, but I'm gonna be honest with you I made necessary changes to the roster like. I always made sure, is this is this the roster? Is this the, the formation, the lineup? Is this what we saw in the 1998 World Cup? For the most part, it was, but I always, there's one change I made. I did not starve, start, excuse me, Stephen Gilvache, Stéphane Gilvache. I benched him in favor of Thierry Henry. Because Gilvache did not have a good tournament in the 1998 World Cup, and the fact that he started over Thierry Henry... To this day, it still baffles me because Henri should have been the, st- the starter. Should have been in the, in the starting lineup. No disrespect to Gilvache. No disrespect at all, but in my honest opinion, it should have been Thierry Henry. So basically in the midfield, you know, I would keep uh, Yuri Jarkev alongside my childhood and still my hero to this day, Zinedine Zidane. You know, I w- and of course I would put Didier Deschamps. I would keep the, the midfield as it is. But sometimes I would change it. Like I would put three midfielders, sometimes four. And then I, I would change the defender sets and everything. I always kept Fabian Barthez as, as, at the goalkeeping position because Fabian Barthez, you know, man, hell of a goalkeeper. The nineteen ninety eight World Cup, he 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 won the award for best goalkeeper. So I mean, let's not forget in the nineteen ninety eight World Cup, Fabian Barthez kept a clean sheet against Brazil in the final. And I will never forget that save that Fabian Barthez made. Oh my goodness. I mean, to this day, the fact that France obliterated Brazil 3 2 0 in the 1998 World Cup final, unbelievable. I mean, the World Cup was in France, and nobody expected France to even make it far in the tournament. Because France came in that tournament ranked 25th, I believe. I mean, I don't know, okay. They were definitely somewhere between 20th and 30th, because, you know, they had failed to qualify for the previous two World Cups. So, and, they, and you know, the fact, you know, Zinedine Zidane. You know, not very much was expected out of him. He was playing at Juventus, and I'll never forget, you know, when he got that red card against Saudi Arabia for stomping on that player. And as much as I hate to admit it, he did, in fact, stomp on that player. But, you know, that the, the player that he stomped on, Fouad Anwar, uh, allegedly spew a racial slur at Zidane. Now, it's, it is alleged, but, you know, whether uh, the, the Saudi uh, player did that or not, Zidane probably should have known better than to stomp on him, but... Either way, Zidane, Zidane would end up being suspended for two games. He was suspended for the final group stage game and then the round of 16 game against the, against Paraguay. So, But, you know, Zidane became the hero in the in the 98 final when he scored twice. So, And, you know, and honestly, quite frankly, in the game, ironically, I always scored as with Zinedine Zidane. Sometimes I would score. either It was either with Zidane or Thierry Henry. It was very rare that I scored scored with any other players. 
if Zidane didn't score, I always made sure that he provided the assist or that he helped create the scoring chances. I always made sure that Zinedine Zidane was a playmaker in the game just like he is in real life. I was like, I'll be damned before even if it had a video game, I don't make Zidane look good, I'll be damned. <laughs> That's just how much Zinedine Zidane meant to me, I'll be honest, but... But, you know, my memories go with playing as the French national team, you know, are amazing. You know, I would always play as the, I would always play with the, as the United States as well. Sometimes against Germany, sometimes against Italy, sometimes against, uh, 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 I guess I'd say sometimes as Italy, not against. Uh, sometimes as Germany, sometimes Italy. Uh, just like that, you know. But, you know, but, but I'll never forget when my dad, when we were scrolling through the, the teams to select, and my dad noticed that several clo- several national teams that were in it were not in that World Cup. So, yeah, I said, well, uh, I, I, I suppose they, they had to add a, a, add a couple more teams, right? I mean, I'm not too sure. But, man. But, you know, but going back to this game, uh, so I kind of gave my memories, you know. This game, uh, according to my research, this game was not actually, in, was not allowed to go in, in, into Japan. So it was actually the development of this game started in 1996 when EA Sports actually had to obtain the exclusive rights to use the 1998 World Cup in a video game. So yeah, obviously it, it was pretty difficult. You know, according to this, the, the developers is EA Canada, and of course the publisher is EA Sports. But on the Game Boy, it was THQ. So this game was on the Game Boy, the Nintendo 64, the the original PlayStation, and it was also on the Windows computer. North America, and both games actually came out before the 1998 World Cup, but I, but again, I did not play this game until the year 2000. You know, and, and I remember when I would play this game by myself, I would always like start a new World Cup tournament, and I always won it with France. But I, what I would do is I would basically switch the groups, like, like I, I think I, if I remember correctly, you could actually switch, like you could actually put set up the groups yourself. Uh, it, it basically it reminds me that you can actually use the actual groups that were in the game that, that, that are from that tournament or you can actually change them on your you can actually make the changes as well and I did I, I, I put France in a group I put France in its own group of death I put them in a group with Germany and Italy uh, and, I, and I believe the, the other uh, I forgot who the final the other opponent was but but I just remember I, I put France in a group with Italy and Germany and <laughs> Had France beat, beating them both, you know, soundly, and man, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want, I, I, I want to have the pleasure in a video game of seeing France destroy those two teams, <laughs> and of course I did. But you know, what's interesting is the kits in that game. You know, the the the, the kits from the national teams were actually spot on, so I thought that was pretty cool. But but I did notice the goalkeepers basically had this. This kind of kit that goalkeepers usually wore, you know, like that. But but for the most part, seeing the the, the national team as accurate kits in the video game was pretty cool. So, you know, and of course I remember in the game, you know, there was basically um, you know those World Cup game mode where you can basically like have that World Cup, you know, get, play like play like a tournament. Other than that, you just do these regular games. So. And I, I think basically, if I remember correct, like when you would when you would beat, um, like basically World Cup mode, there was some there was something called the the World Cup Classics, where basically like every time 
and I think you you play a game on World Cup mode. You would unlock this this thing called World Cup Classics, and it, you basically you could play these games from these infamous uh, World Cup games, like the 1982 uh, game between Italy and Brazil, like that. So yeah, I I remember. So it it, it was it was so it was so much fun. I mean, that that's why I love World Cup mode the best. And and I remember when my dad started playing that game, I, I would show it to him. I would say, "Well, Dad." This World Cup Classic, you unlock it by playing World Cup mode. You unlock all. You can play all these games, like these famous games, and that's where my dad really. That that's where he and I started playing against each other the most. Like we would do the Italy versus Brazil game, and uh, I'm pretty sure uh, uh, France versus Brazil, 1986. I'm sure several of the finals. You know, Argentina versus the, the Netherlands in 1978. Oh boy, so so many, so many, so many stuff to do and. I mean, that game, you know, being a kid that loved soccer, I mean, that was definitely the game for me. I, I, I would even have my brother, Adrian, who's a, who's a U.S. Marine, by the way. You know, even he would want to play it, even though he didn't didn't know too much about soccer, but he played it well, and he liked the game, too. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure that nowadays he doesn't give it. He could care less about soccer. Well, he's, he's a U.S. Marine, so he's got more important things to worry about than soccer. So, but yeah. Man, FIFA 98 World Cup. I mean, I, I tell you, just... A game where the memories are just absolutely amazing and nothing but positive stuff to say. And if I could ever have a chance to play this game again, it would certainly be amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available to you on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening and I'll see you all next time. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.